This is Financial Wellness Radio with Rob Burnett and Lori Gross from Outlook Financial Center. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rob and Lori provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Rob Burnett and Lori Gross on Financial Wellness Radio. Welcome to Financial Wellness Radio with me, Rob Burnett from the Outlook Financial Center. Each week we come together to discuss topics affecting your financial wellness. We break down complex topics to try to make them understandable. We strive to give our listeners the education and the tools to make sound financial decisions that are going to affect not only their lifestyle, but their retirement. And while we're at it, we'll try to have a little bit of fun. So joining me in the studio today is Lori Gross, the investment advisor, representative, and fiduciary leading our Troy office. Good morning, Lori. Good morning. And rounding out our panel this morning is our good friend and co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. Good morning, Tony. All right. It is a good morning. It's great to see you two. Uh, great to be here with you. Thanks for having me on the show. And yeah, uh, it's great. We always do try to have a little fun, don't we? Well, you know we couldn't do it without you. <laughs> Oh, I think you could, actually. <laughs> it just would be very different. Very different. I've been yeah. good. Rob, how about you? What are you up to? See, the show without Tony. See, train wreck comes to mind. <laughs> mm. Oh, you guys would be fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's the funny side. It would be very boring without him. Exactly. I might give you exactly. that. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm yeah we, we've been busy here. We've uh, got a number of seminars going. Uh, we're in the middle of... Uh, open enrollment season for Medicare. It's just a busy time and people are trying to get their year-end stuff done. Uh, football season's almost over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lori's happy about that part. Well, Lori, yep. you've been diving headfirst into this uh, Medicare thing this year, trying to help people meet with people to strategize about your their Medicare and maximize those Medicare benefits. I, I think yes. that sounds great, but uh, you've been busy, I bet. Very, very much so. Um, it is definitely a stressful time of year. It's it's a very busy time of year because we are we are in that open enrollment window, and it only goes until December seventh. So if they're going to make changes, they've got to make them now. Yeah. Yep. Uh, time is of the essence. So, Rob, uh, what are we talking about on today's show? Well, Tony, as the old idiom goes, "To err is human," or more simply put, by the Merriam-Webster dictionary. It's normal for people to make mistakes. And on this show, we're very normal. (laughs) Speak for yourself. Oh, okay. I will. So when creating a financial strategy, it's likely that something is going to go astray at some point. Uh, Once again, no plan is perfect. But today we're going to look at some of the common retirement strategy mistakes. So one of our sources for today is a study from valuepenguin.com from January of this year entitled, Americans Commit 91 Financial Fails a Year. Wow. Wow. That sounds like a lot. Uh, but I have to go back. You, you quoted that old that old phrase, <laughs> um, the old idiom, as you said, to err is human. But there's a second part to that quote, to err is human, to eat pizza is divine. Right? Am I right on that? There's like crickets. Uh, nope. Nothing. <laughs> Silence. I, got nothing. I don't think that's it, Tony. I don't think either yeah. of us well, saw that one coming. Well, but there is a second part to that. To, to err is human, yeah. to... 
something. Forgive is, is divine. Divine. There you go. Forgive, eat pizza. Yes, I've heard it, it both ways. It had nothing ways, to but, do with pizza. Uh, well, it's no mistake, I bet, that we're discussing this topic today. 91 financial fails a year. It does sound like a lot. It does, Tony. And that statistic means that on average, an individual in the U.S. commits a quote-unquote financial fail once every four days. So what are some of these financial fails? Well, the study of 2,000 individuals found that they regularly overspent by eating out, Tony. Yep, I'm here. Online shopping or other categories of unnecessary spending. Uh, Amazon comes to mind on that. Yeah. <laughs> my, my wife is the Amazon queen. Yeah. So when you add up the number of incidents of overspending, the average respondent spent over $315 per month above what they should have. Oh, yeah. And the study also, and that's a lot of pizza, Tony. Yep. Yeah, but the study also found that one in five people spend more than they earn every month. But these financial fails are more than just overspending. Yeah, or overeating. I want to point out. Correct. <laughs> uh, since you I did single me out hand. there. Um, uh, <laughs> but what else would this study consider to be a financial fail? Well, Tony, another thing that was mentioned in the article is checking your credit score. Um, only 42% of the respondents check their score at least once a month. And this is especially troubling because of how easy it has become to, to keep an eye on your credit score these days. You know, there, there's many options out there available to keep an eye on your credit. But still, you know, some people are worried that they might hurt their score by checking it regularly. And, you know, according to a March 2019 article from ConsumerReports.org, um, there are some there's some facts and myths about your credit score um, that we want to touch on here. So let's start with some relatively trivial things. Um, first one being, Tony, do, do you think that unpaid parking tickets or library fines can impact your credit score? Wow, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not something I've really considered, but now you have me worried, do they? <laughs> well, according to the article, parking tickets do not. Ooh. But... But you may not believe this. At one point, the three major credit agencies, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, did receive library fine information from cities and court records. Now, however, these days, those overdue library books and fines can't lower your score, but they might make it difficult to check out your next romance novel, Tony. <laughs> right, right. I don't think uh, that actually that is a weight off my mind. I might still have a <laughs> copy of Old Man in the Sea or Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas to return. <laughs> so if parking tickets and library fines can't impact the score, what can? Well, Tony, if you fail to pay a bill, it can impact your score even before it's turned over to a collection agency. One late payment can impact your score and will remain on report for seven years after the missed payment date. This can have a big impact on your score as paying bills on time accounts for 35% of your credit score. Oh, wow. So, obviously, that is a problem. Uh, what about the original issue, checking your credit report? Does that impact your score? Well, Tony, checking your credit report does not lower your score. Um, everyone's entitled to, to check their score three times a year. And there are services like LifeLock or Credit Karma that can provide monthly access to you. Or you can, uh, you can often gain monthly reports through a service from your bank or from your credit card agency. And you can also get or go to annualcreditreport.com and request your reports. It's recommended that you check each of the three major credit agencies annually. 
and it may even help you catch an error that's impacting your credit score. Um, in fact, the, Trudel, the Federal Trade Commission found that 5% of credit reports had an error, and this is in a report to Congress under Section 319 of the Fair and Accurate Credit Transactions Act of 2003, and this report was done in December of 2012. Uh, Laura, I thought you were going to say the Federal Trade Commission. That's a, <laughs> that's a whole different organization. I, you know, the word just the federal it's did not want to come out of my mouth. Organization. <laughs> So getting errors removed from an account would have to help a credit score, I would imagine. Well, it certainly can, Tony. Also, if you're concerned that your information has been exposed due to a data breach or you want to avoid the temptation to add more credit cards to your arsenal, you can place a freeze on your credit report. Each credit agency is required by law to guard your credit account when there's a freeze on it. You would simply need to request the freeze from each agency directly. Once frozen, no more credit cards can be opened and even inquiries will not impact your score. Well, now, credit freezes are a powerful way to protect yourself and your finances from criminals. But many companies continue to push credit lock services. So you may be wondering what the difference between a credit lock and a credit freeze is, Tony. Uh, yeah, I didn't know there was actually a difference between the two. Well, despite being very similar, a credit lock and a credit freeze have some key differences. Uh, let's talk about some of the things that distinguish a credit lock from a credit freeze. And one of the main differences between a credit lock and a credit freeze is that the credit lock is most commonly operated by an anti-fraud or other financial services company. It could be a company like LifeLock or an entity like Credit Karma. Antonia Credit Freeze is typically initiated by the consumer directly with the credit reporting agency. So here's some quick differences between the two and, and people need to understand these differences. In a credit lock, it prevents others from accessing your info, but a credit freeze does that and prevents anyone from opening new credit in your name. A credit lock, you're going to pay for that in two out of the three major credit agencies and bureaus, but a credit freeze is by law free of charge from all three bureaus. Uh, credit lock services are run by the credit bureaus, by the anti-fraud services, but the credit freeze is run by the credit bureaus only. Credit locks, they're governed by the policy of the respective bureaus. It's a commercial product. On a credit freeze, that's governed by federal law. Credit lock is less time consuming and much easier to install than a credit freeze. A credit freeze is gonna require three separate PIN numbers for each major agency. And lastly, a credit lock, it's not really clear who's liable for any losses if the lock fails. On a credit freeze, the losses are legally protected. Our time is almost up for this first segment of the show. Rob, is there anything else you wanna add before we take a quick break here? Tony, having a clear understanding of your expenses and protecting your financial assets are important parts of your financial process and the road to your retirement dreams. It's never too early nor too late to start. The good news, you don't have to go on this financial journey alone. So for our listeners today, give us a call at 937-552-9990 to schedule a no-cost, no-obligation, one-hour consultation to discuss your financial situation and get your pressing questions answered. We encourage you to explore all the educational resources on our website at outlookfc.com and on our Facebook page at Outlook Financial Center. Take the opportunity to review today's shows and all of our other broadcasts by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. The goal we ultimately have for all of our clients remains the same, Tony. Retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. 
Most people plan on taking their social security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Outlook Financial Center at 937-552-9990 or visit outlookfc.com to request your complimentary social security maximization report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. Welcome back to Financial Wellness Radio. I'm Lori Gross from the Outlook Financial Center. And in the studio with me today is our CEO, Rob Burnett, and our co-host, Tony Shore. And today we've been looking at some common financial strategy mistakes. And one of our resources for today is a study from valuepenguin.com from January of 2019 titled, Americans Commit 91 Financial Fails a Year. 91 of them. In the first segment, we talked about the mistake of not monitoring your credit report. And now I wanna turn our attention to another financial fail. And that fail is failing to save for retirement. Well, how common is it for people to fail to save? I imagine it's pretty common. Well, according to the survey, Tony, just three in 10 individuals are putting money away for retirement. In the past, perhaps those individuals were expecting a pension to help support them in their retirement years. But for many Americans, a pension's not something that they have available to them today. And Social Security is another tool that that many people will be counting on. However, according to a February 2019 U.S. News and World Reports article, the average monthly benefit was only uh, $1,461 per month in, in January of 2019. And so you know, that adds up to just over $17,000 per year. And that can be a challenge to live on in retirement. But without any other retirement savings, many individuals may be faced with that prospect. Well, yeah. Is there a particular savings level then or threshold that you'd recommend to your clients? Our industry has often uh, recommended broad things like save 10 to 15% of your paycheck. Now, while that's a nice starting place, it may not be the right answer because each situation is unique and each situation requires its own unique strategy. That's why at Outlook Financial Center, we sit down with you to examine your current financial picture, your goals and your dreams, and work together to craft a path toward those goals. It may be necessary for you to increase your savings percentages as you age to keep up with inflation or to take advantage of company matching opportunities. So it's really about more than just saving money then. Well, saving money is simply one part of a large retirement strategy. Um, In fact, that ties us in with the next mistake from our Value Penguin article, uh, and that's failing to plan. According to a recent Schwab Investor Services press release, only one in four Americans have a written financial strategy in place. And that study, um, most Americans don't have a financial plan, and many think their wealth doesn't deserve one, uh, also shows that those who don't have a plan often struggle in other areas of their personal finance. And less than a quarter of those without a written plan have an emergency fund available to them. And nearly 70% of them live paycheck to paycheck, Tony. Ouch. Do you think that's because they don't have a written financial plan, Rob? Well, Tony, that may be a bit of a chicken or the egg style question. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to ask you that too. Absolutely, but it wasn't related to pizza, so I was going to get past it quickly. (laughs) But I can tell you that the numbers for individuals who do have a plan are substantially higher. Nearly two-thirds of them have an emergency fund. Only 38% of those individuals with a written plan report living paycheck to paycheck. 
In my opinion, having a plan goes hand in hand with the organization and strategy that allows for an emergency fund and more personal financial security. If they know their personal financial situation, they likely have a spending plan. Well, how important is a spending plan to personal finance? Well, knowing your spending plan is extremely important when it comes to your personal finance. One of the first things that we do here at Outlook Financial Center when looking at estate planning or creating a legacy is to figure out what their expenses are pre-retirement and how their expenses could change. And then one of the most crucial things is to go back and see what savings they have and determine if their savings is going to be enough. Wow. So our now our time is almost up for this segment. We should take another break here. Is there anything else you want to add before we take a quick commercial break? Our goal, Tony, at Outlook Financial Center and our planning process is to truly provide our clients with clarity, knowing that they're going to have the comfortable retirement that they've really worked hard for. So it's never too early, never too late to start. Once again, the good news is you don't have to go on this retirement financial journey alone. So for our radio listeners, give us a call at 937-552-9990. Schedule that no-cost, no-obligation, one-hour consultation. Let us go over your financial situation and get your questions answered and see how we might get you further down that road toward the financial uh, situation of your dreams. We encourage you to explore all the educational resources on our website at outlookfc.com and on our Facebook page at Outlook Financial Center. Take an opportunity to look at and listen to prior shows that we've done. Go on our, to our radio tab on our webpage and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. You can also stream them straight from the website. The goal we ultimately have for all of our clients remains the same. Retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call Outlook Financial Center. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 937-552-9990 or visit us at outlookfc.com. Welcome back to the final segment for this episode of Financial Wellness Radio. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, along with our hosts, Rob Burnett and Lori Gross of the Outlook Financial Center. Rob and Lori, today you've been talking to us about some common financial strategy mistakes that people out there seem to make over and over again. Uh, One of the resources was that ValuePenguin.com article. Um, And in the first segment, you covered a number of things. You talked about the mistake of not monitoring our credit and not watching our credit report and our credit scores. And in the next segment, you talked about another common mistake, failing to plan. Um, And then you talked about the Schwab Investor Services press release, which is most Americans don't have a financial plan and many think their wealth doesn't deserve one. Uh, And that detailed some uncomfortable stats uh, about America's personal financial situation. And as always, if our listeners miss part of the show and they want to review this show or past shows, uh, it will be available on the Outlook Financial Center radio page, right? That's absolutely correct, Tony. 
Now, we cover a lot of information in, in each episode of Financial Wellness Radio, so it's really great to have a radio page as a resource to review and refresh topics and information that we've discussed on the show. If you want to just go listen to the show again because you missed something or you missed the show and go back, oh, that's a topic I want to go listen and learn more about. It's there and it's available for you. All right. Great point. So what's next on the list of common retirement strategy mistakes that people make? Well, Tony, debt is a challenge for many Americans, but it can be especially hard on retirees. And I, I want to cite an article from January of 2019 from CNBC, and that article was titled, One in Five Millennials with Debt Expect to Die Without Ever Paying It Off. Now, nearly 37% of the individuals that were surveyed that are over the age of 73 predicted that they would never be able to pay their debt off completely. And nearly half of those respondents were unsure when they would be able to pay off their debt. And, and this may be due to the fact that most retirees have a very fixed budget and it, and it may be hard for them to keep up with that high interest debt. And this could lead to having to cut back spending in other areas to cover that debt maintenance cost. Well, that certainly could fall in the category of financial fail. You're right, it certainly could. And in fact, debt is also part of the report from the ValuePenguin.com article. In that report, 59% of the respondents reported being in debt. This consisted of both school loans and credit card debt. Disturbingly, 49% of those individuals would be unable to pay it off today. Wow. That, that's sad. It shouldn't surprise me, though, that debt is such a big challenge for a lot of people. Well, Tony, it's not all bad news. There, there were some uh, positive things in the report. 85% of those respondents with debt are actively working to reduce it. So they've recognized the problem, they're taking action toward it, and that's a really good thing. 82% are attempting to make better financial decisions and over half are trying to learn more about personal finance and expand their knowledge base. Well, and one way to educate yourself about personal finance is to determine your own personal risk tolerance. At Outlook Financial Center, we provide a tool that can help you determine your risk tolerance. It's called the Color of Money Risk Analysis. This short, simple questionnaire helps determine risk tolerance while figuring out your risk score. And scores are based on factors such as time horizon, financial goals, and your investing attitude. And that score can then be used to assist with ensuring your overall plan is in line with your goals. Identifying your level of risk tolerance is an important step so that you can determine an appropriate allocation that fits your tolerance. And this is just one way that you can continue to learn more and work toward minimizing some potential financial fails. Yeah, there's a lot of financial fails out there, and I think we've all been guilty of some of them at one point in time or another. Uh, But obviously, if you're working with a financial professional, a trusted professional like yourselves, Lori and Rob, uh, you can really be prepared, have a plan in place. And Rob, wouldn't you say the key is planning ahead uh, so you don't make these mistakes and work with somebody who's seen it all? Well, I wouldn't claim that we've seen it all, but we've seen a lot. And certainly that gives you some perspective on the whole process. Sure. In fact, one of the things that's interesting is a lot of people will come in, we'll ask them how much their, their spending plan is, or we ask them what their budget is. That's the, the word they're used to hearing. Well, we think that's a very restrictive word and we don't like it. But most of them severely underestimate what they spend each month. They usually spend a lot more and we put them through our spending plan process. We make them 
Uh, we give them a one-page sheet. It's not complex, but we make them line up all the things they spend in each area. When they add up the number, many of them are really surprised. The second thing they're surprised at is they'll recognize, wow, I didn't realize I was spending that much in that area. And, and there are so many mistakes that people make. And, and a lot of them, I know uh, both you and Lori, uh, both of you uh, deal with this. I bet a lot of the mistakes people make with their finances and, and re especially in regards to retirement is tax related. They, they make a mistake on uh, underestimating what they're going to owe in taxes or not realizing what's going to be taxed and what's not. Mm -hmm. a, a very common area. One of the things that's very interesting is uh, we do have a very deep uh, experience with taxes where uh, I'm a, a registered tax preparer and so many uh, people who work in our industry uh, know a very surface amount of taxes, but uh, they're really dangerous. So everything we look at, we have uh, an eye on what does this do to their tax situation? How can we make their tax situation better based on uh, planning things, uh, timing when we sell assets versus when they actually retire and have their income change? A great number of things along those lines. The other issue about taxes is when we've got a we've got somebody coming in here soon. Uh, they did their taxes with uh, another service, and I'm trying to figure out how they owed as much money in taxes yeah. as they owed. I mean, it makes absolutely no sense to us. We know this client, and there's no way they had that tax bill. Something got messed up with their taxes uh, by somebody who really didn't know what they were doing. So taxes are a big deal. Yeah, they are. Well, hey, we're almost out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today? Tony, I think you'll agree we covered a lot of topics today. Ooh. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. We talked about the importance of monitoring your credit score and examine some of the myths around things that impact your score. We talked about the danger of failing to plan, of having a written strategy that's going to help you inform about your day-to-day -day actions. This goes back to the spending plan conversation. And knowing the destination can help you avoid detours along your journey to retirement. And of course, we talked about the dangers of debt, not just the debt alone, but the fear that you may never be able to truly pay off those obligations. But I do want to end on something positive. You can do something about each of these mistakes, whether that is learning more about personal finance, like examining your personal risk tolerance or creating a written financial strategy. You've got the power to make a positive change in your financial future. Take something you learned today or heard today, take it to heart and do something with it. Procrastination, avoidance and denial is not going to get you where you want to go. The good news is you don't have to do this alone. So for our radio listeners today, give us a call at 937-552-9990 to schedule that no cost, no obligation, one hour consultation to discuss your financial situation and get your questions answered. We want you to explore all the educational resources on our website at outlookfc.com and on our Facebook page at Outlook Financial Center. Review today's show and all the other broadcasts by subscribing to our show on iTunes or Google Play or Spotify. Because remember, Tony, the goal we ultimately have for all of our clients is and always will be retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Financial Wellness Radio with our hosts, Rob Burnett and Lori Gross. Thank you for listening to Financial Wellness Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Rob Burnett or Lori Gross at Outlook Financial Center. Call 937-552-9990 or visit their website at outlookfc.com. 
fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Wellness Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Outlook Financial Center, LLC. Wellness Investment Advisors, LLC and Outlook Financial Center, LLC are affiliated companies. Rob Burnett and Outlook Financial Center are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.